Welcome to the Venus Cuckoldress Podcast, a place to learn all things cuckolding for the curious, the passionate, and the sexually empowered woman who wants it all. Make sure you go to venuscuckoldress.com to subscribe to the podcast and check out the Venus blog. And of course, if you love it, share it. Now, sit back, make yourself comfortable, and enjoy the show with your host, Venus. Joining me on this episode of the Venus Cuckoldress podcast, I'm your host, Venus. Uh, before I get into today's topic, I want to talk a little bit about something that happened recently, which was pretty awesome. Um, there's a, a, a couple who are listeners and the husband reached out to me and said, would you consider talking to my wife? I think she would really appreciate it. She doesn't have anyone to sort of talk to about this other than me. And so um, I thought, well, yeah, totally. <laughs> I'd love to talk to her. So her and I connected on the phone and it was really nice being able to talk to her. And you know what? She she has a concern about this lifestyle that I'm sure a lot of other women have a concern about. And that is being worried that you're going to bump into somebody who uh, knows who you are or you get outed somehow by friends and family. And that worry is... Uh, a, a pretty significant driving force within their their lifestyle together. So it's kind of, you know, it's, it's stressful for her. It's a huge stress for her to have on her shoulders all the time. So I suggested that possibly the two of them only actually go out and meet bulls when they're traveling. And that way, there's not so much worry that you're going to bump into somebody who you know, if you're in some different state or different city. And the great thing about their relationship is that she already knows how to tease the fuck out of him. <laughs> She's really good at it. <laughs> He's so lucky that way. And like, she knows exactly what to say and what to do. And like, she, she told me she has this perfume that she wears only when she goes to meet a bull. And I was like, that is fucking brilliant. <laughs> so her husband has come to like correlate the perfume with the, the most like sexy, hottest, biggest turn on moments, you know, of their marriage. <laughs> I'm like, that is so brilliant. I'm totally going to adopt that one. So she already knows how to tease the fuck out of him on like a daily basis if she wants to, without actually having to go and meet up with guys. And so I said, why don't you just continue to do that? Like drive him wild. And then the two of you guys can just plan little weekend getaways or something like that, where you can go and actually meet with other bulls. And, um, I don't know, maybe she'll try that and hopefully that'll result in, you know, her being able to really relax and enjoy the lifestyle more than, you know, having to worry about bumping into people who she might know. So that was pretty, that was pretty cool. I really liked being able to talk with her. And one of the other things that I thought about with that was, okay, if there's a lot of wives in this lifestyle um, who do that, who who make a point of meeting up with bulls when they're traveling, um, wouldn't it be so fantastic if 
you before you went to the city that you already knew of someone that you wanted to meet up with, let's say like a referral from another wife in this lifestyle? Wouldn't it be so fantastic if the wives like connected together to be able to share their information about their favorite bulls? I mean, obviously you have to have consent from the bulls to be able to share that information. And they, you know, the wives have to want to do that in the first place. But I mean, sharing is caring, right? (laughs) I think when you find something really great, at least for me anyway, I just want to share it. (laughs) But, um, so yeah, I, wouldn't it be fantastic if the women would sort of come together and, and you know, you could be like, okay, well, I'm going to be in New York this weekend and let me see, you know, who, who might be a good fit for, for me. And that way you don't have to worry about, is this person reliable? Is this person safe? Are they going to flake out? You already kind of have an idea about what they're like in the bedroom and what kind of a bull they are based on what this other wife has said to you about it. So it's like, oh my God, that would just save so much time, save so much stress and worry and everything like that for women in this lifestyle. So who knows? Maybe I can somehow make that happen one day. (laughs) All right, now let's talk about my favorite things within this lifestyle. This list was so much fun to put together. Oh my God. Um, The first one I want to talk about is my favorite blog post that I've done. It was that this one was like pretty hard to decide because for a long time it was the blog post titled 17 Ways to Cuck Your Man. And that is just like a fucking classic. <laughs> but then I, w- I was really stuck because r- most recently it's been my wedding night BBC gangbang post that I love so much. There's so many reasons why I love it. But let me get into 17 ways to cuck your man and exactly what that is. This was, I don't know, right in the beginning, I think, right near the beginning when I first started blogging. Um, I sat down and I was like, okay, what are all the ways that you can cuck your man? And I had no idea that this post would be like, the most popular post for years. <laughs> I don't know why. Because <laughs> it's so simple. It's literally just like 17 quick little blurbs. <laughs> but I, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know. Everybody seems to love it. Okay. So number one was make him sit in the corner, stay quiet and jerk off. Number two is make him take pictures or videos. Standard. Um, Number three, make him stay at home and watch by Skype or FaceTime, something like that. Number four, make him sit in the corner in chastity. Number five, make him stay home and listen on the phone. Number six, make him clean up your cream pie. I love that one. Um, number seven, make him drop you off and pick you up after. Number eight, make him buy you new lingerie beforehand. Number nine, send him pictures and videos while he's at work so he knows what he's missing. That is a favorite of mine. (laughs) Number 10, make him listen to you talk about the entire experience in detail when you get home. Also a favorite of mine. (laughs) Number 11, oh, this is, this is definitely a favorite of mine too. Fuck black men with huge cocks. (laughs) Number 12, make him watch you get gang banged. Number 13, make him watch you get gang banged on your wedding night, then on your honeymoon, (laughs) and then every wedding anniversary. Um, and then the last few can be seen as a little bit extreme. Number 14 is 
fuck his friends. <laughs> number 15 is fuck his brother, maybe his dad too. N- number 16 is fuck his coworkers and his boss. And number 17 is fuck your ex-boyfriends. So I know those last few <laughs> are a little bit off the top. I get it. But that was fun to put that list together. <laughs> And for my wedding night BBC gangbang post, I loved writing that one. That I just wanted to write a little blurb about like what I foresee is going to be my wedding night. Um, and so let me just read a little bit of that. I want to get married on a white sand beach somewhere overlooking crystal clear waters. Five of my favorite black guys will get a special invitation to the event. After the ceremony, they join us in our honeymoon suite, and that's when all the magic happens. I see myself on my knees, my ring sparkling on my finger, my hair perfectly styled and makeup on point, and my pretty white dress contrasting sharply with the smooth, beautiful black skin surrounding me. My black eyes move towards me and take me. They take whatever they want, and they don't have to ask. My mascara runs down my cheeks. My blonde hair falls out of place. My dress eventually ends up in a messy pile on the floor. I take all of that big black cock like I'm made for it, because I am. The photographer captures it all. I look over at my husband sitting there, watching me, loving it. I smile at him, and I say, I love you, baby. I am in heaven, and he is right there with me. Oh, that, even just reading that turns me on. I just love that post so much. I love just sitting there and being able to, you know, picture it in my mind. It's just amazing. Next, I'm going to talk about my favorite cuckolding moment. I get asked this all the time and I love talking about it. There, I've had some like um, incredible moments within this lifestyle, but I always refer back to the very first cuckolding um, scenario that I had was with my first cuck boyfriend. And that's when I, I had him listen on the phone when I walked into the hotel room to meet a black guy. And that experience was so impactful. Like it's, it'll stay with me for the rest of my life. Like it is definitely one of the sexiest, one of the hottest things I have ever done in my life. Like I've done a lot of really crazy out there kind of (laughs) kinky things in my sex life. But that was on a whole different level because this connection that happened between myself and my cuck during and after was something I had never experienced ever before. It was like powerful and life-changing for me. If you want to hear the full story of that encounter, I went into detail about that in the second episode of the Venus Cuckolders podcast. So episode number two, I think it's called Back to Beginnings. I went and and I talked a lot about what that was like for me. So check that one out. There was another moment that was pretty fucking amazing and it was more recently. Um, I had traveled to go and see one of my bulls and... Oh, the first night when I got there, um, we were in the hotel and I was on the bed and it was getting like hot and steamy and I had like taken my clothes off. And that moment when he like slid his big dick inside me, oh, like that feeling was so, 
so good. <laughs> and then like right after that, maybe like a few seconds after that, he saw that kind of look on my face where I was just that look of just like pure ecstasy. <laughs> and he he grabbed my phone that was on, laying on the bed and gave it to me and he said, phone your cuck. And I was just like, oh my God, in that moment, in that moment, I just like uh, almost kind of like lost control of myself. I was so insanely turned on, turned on by the fact that like that sex was so good in that moment, but also the fact that he he really wanted me to get my cock on the phone to hear and feel what I was going through in that moment. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> hey guys, guess what? I have found something pretty amazing. It is a natural way for you to get better erection strength, quality, and firmness, all things I know you want. And it also gives you better performance and stamina in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. And as a bonus, it benefits your overall cardiovascular and sexual health. It's called Joy Mode. And I love the name. It's a sexual performance booster, and it's made with science-backed ingredients. It's like a pre-workout supplement, but for the bedroom. So whether you're amping up the heat with the wife in the bedroom or you're going for gold <laughs> in a marathon session at a hotel takeover event, this supplement has to be part of your routine, part of the checklist. You can learn more and order yours at usejoymode.com. And if you enter the code VENUS, you get 20% off. So that's usejoymode.com. Go ahead, get yours. Thank me later. Next, I'm going to talk a little bit about my favorite podcast interview that I've done. I've done a lot of interviews over the years. And um, I think this one was actually really hard to figure out. But um, I decided on the Casual Swinger podcast interview that I did with them. I've done two of them. The first one was so fun. I mean, they are awesome. Mickey and Mallory are the hosts and they are just so personable and so lovely and just so much fun. And um, I, But the very first episode that I did with them, I was explaining cuckolding in the usual way that I do. And I, it's almost like as I'm speaking, you can kind of like feel her reaction <laughs> where she was just kind of like oh <laughs> like oh now I get it <laughs> and I think that that is the reason why that is the one episode um interview that I think of as like my favorite because I feel like if I can speak to more women and have that kind of reaction where they're just like, oh my God, I get it now, then I would just be really happy. So that, and they're just so fun. Like that, you you have to go to uh, casualswinger.com to listen to that one. I think it's called Cuck You. Anyway, that one was so, so fun to do. This next one I'm so excited to talk about. I've been looking forward to being able to talk about this for um, a little while now. And um, it's my favorite other blog 
that I've come across. And it's by Ebenhard BBC is the name that he goes by on Twitter. Um, And he's got a blog called Cuckold Meditations. It is beautiful. The way this guy writes is Oh, like it's something else. It the way he's able to speak so eloquently and articulate the beautiful kind of complexities of the cuck mind, and especially about interracial cuckolding, it's incredible. Like he's able to really portray what's going on in that beautiful cuck mind of his in a way that is not easy to do. <laughs> and there's one post of his that I adore so much. And it's called Behind the Red Door. And what that blog post is about is he's talking about his, um, I guess, ongoing fear that he's had about what would actually happen if he did actually try a cuckold scenario and, you know, just jump in, dive in. And his fear around that, like, once you do that, is it something that you think you'll never be able to live without afterwards? Like, does it change you in a way that, you know, is maybe a little bit frightening? (laughs) So I'm going to read a little bit from this blog post. Like, it is so fucking beautiful. So he's talking about um, this red door being like, once you've passed or gone past that line or gone through that door, then that's it. Like, it's over, it's done. And, you know, what happens and his fear about that. So this part, I love it so much. He said, as I approach the door, a female voice sounds into my thoughts, gentle, knowing, but powerful. Trust me. She said, I take a deep breath and mentally let go. Oh my God, it's beautiful. (laughs) It's amazing. (laughs) He said, I reach out with a shaking hand. I can feel a strong heat emanating from the door, a searing heat emanating from the knob as my quivering fingertips approach. There's something so powerful and utterly life-changing on the other side of that red door. I have a vague idea of what it could be, but no real idea of what it will be. I can't prepare for what comes, for what demands might be made of me. I just have to be ready to accept it. And I need to accept that whatever is behind the red door might be something I can never escape from, that there is no going back. And at one time, this was the root of my cuck fear. The notion that it would be something that which would alter my sexual DNA permanently. But I'm drawn inexorably to what's behind that red door. I've spent years, a decade, to reach that threshold. Not always by what I felt like was a conscious choice, but always by the movement of my own two feet. And to turn away now, knowing that behind that door is something I could not live without after opening, I would be left forever wondering what would have happened had I taken the courageous last step to opening that door. I spent years thinking so much about what could go wrong. It's time to think about what could go right. Oh, isn't that beautiful? Oh my God. I love that post so much. I can't even begin to like explain how much I love that. If you want to find his blog, just um, Google cuckold meditations. And I'm also really happy to announce that over the past few months, there's been a flurry of new blogs coming out about cuckolding and this beautiful lifestyle um, by 
cucks, but also there's a new one by a cuckoldress, and um, they're absolutely fantastic. I have listed them on my website, venuscuckoldress.com. There's a page called Recommended Resources, and in that page is where you can find the links to all of these new blogs, and they are incredible. It's definitely well worth it to go and have a read. Okay, next. Um, this is also something I get asked about a lot. Um, my favorite aspects of femdom within cuckolding. <laughs> and this kind of evolved over time. It certainly wasn't like this in the very beginning. But I think that as you as you go along in this kind of lifestyle, it's natural to kind of, I guess, experiment with other things, especially as I think women naturally become more um, assertive and asking for what they want within this kind of relationship. So along that line's once you sort of get used to that feeling of power and authority, <laughs> you can sort of learn to love these aspects of femdom. And for me, chastity is one of them. So for those of you who don't know what chastity is, chastity is like an actual cock cage that locks. And so it's when a guy ha- is wearing it, he literally cannot jerk off at all. Like he can't masturbate at all. Um, unless it's unlocked. And usually it's his wife or girlfriend who's got the key and she controls what, when, where and how all of that happens. And I remember I first saw this in a, a porn video and I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Never seen it before. And I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> and then I was friends with this guy and he is a, such a good friend and he his girlfriend kept him in chastity a lot like long term chastity and he loved it and he, so it was him who sort of educated or taught me about what why why would anyone love chastity like and what the benefits are and once i learned about it then i really began to appreciate okay this is a real not just a physical thing um, that he's wearing, but this is a real kind of mental tool that you use. Um, and it's amazing the effect that it has. And so I learned to really appreciate chastity. I, and I love chastity now. The other thing is recently I have learned that I love pegging. <laughs> and it's funny because like, I, for the longest time, had no interest in pegging whatsoever. I was like, that seems so boring for me. Like, obviously, I can't feel anything if I'm pegging a guy. So why would I enjoy that? That just seems like he's getting like all of the stimulation and I'm getting nothing. So I I was just turned off by it because I'm like, no, nah, this is entirely about him. This has nothing to do with me. And so I, I didn't, I didn't at all want anything to do with it. Well, one night <laughs> I ended up just like spur of the moment. I did it with the guy that I was with and I was absolutely like floored by the emotional impact it had, like the mental experience of it, the physical experience of actually overpowering a man like that and watching how the effect that it has on him in that moment, like, oh, 
the noises that he makes when he's getting fucked is like so involuntary. I love, I love it. And I, oh, there's just something about it. Anyway, I've done it a few times since then and each time loved it just as much. So apparently this is like my thing. And I talked about this to some other women out there and they said the same thing. They were like, no, I thought I hate it. I would hate it too. Ended up doing it and fucking loved it. So let me just say to all the women out there who are maybe a little turned off or scared about the idea of pegging your guy, just do it. <laughs> I'm telling you, it is so fun. <laughs> the other thing that I really, really do adore is receiving body worship. And I'm not entirely sure, like, I guess everybody has their own kind of definition of what that is. But for me, receiving body worship is like, when it's kind of like the whole pillow princess idea where I'm just going to lay back, I'm going to receive all of this attention to my body. And I'm not going to reciprocate at all. <laughs> and I'm entirely fine with that. And he's going to be entirely fine with that. So that's what I consider to be like body worship for me, like for guys who have a foot fetish. Oh, love having my feet worshipped where they're like massaged or like my toes sucked and like, oh my God, I fucking love all of that stuff. I love it. I, I don't know how women don't love it. <laughs> Seriously. Um, but I also really love hands all over my body, like massaging all over my body for like a long period of time and then receiving pussy worship. Oh my God, like extended pussy worship sessions where like, I'm just going to lay back watch a movie. And the entire time your face is going to be between my legs. And I, I mean, for me, that's like my way of de-stressing from the day. <laughs> and I love it. And I, and I, I love the fact that I can do that. Like I have someone to be able to do that for me anytime I want. Like, that's just amazing. <laughs> But yeah, there's something about having hands on my body that I love so much. There was this um, party that I went to at a sex club like a long time ago. And they had these massage tables all uh, like around the perimeter of the orgy room. And um, I went and laid down on this massage table. I was like completely naked. They had like bottles of I think it was like baby oil or something like that there. And there was, I don't know how many people's hands on my body all at the same time. I was in fucking heaven. <laughs> I loved it. For me, that was like the most sensual, sexy moment where it just was like in my element. I loved it. So yeah, that's my thing. <laughs> Hey, did you know that there's a one-of-a-kind matchmaking service for cuckolding and female-led relationships? Venus Connections is a private service for single men and single women who want a loving cuckolding relationship. And now there's a new separate FLR program too. There's no scrolling through profiles or sharing photos with members. It's totally private. And the dates are blind dates too. Included in the program is a three-week course and an interview with me. So join now at venusconnections.com and use the code TOPTIER2024 for 40% off the top 1% membership. That's venusconnections.com. Make 2024 the year that you get the relationship of your dreams.
Okay, the next one I also get asked about a lot. Um, my favorite porn video. I don't watch a lot of porn. Um, I don't watch a lot of cuck porn. There's some amateur stuff out there that um, some people really love. And I have yet to find something that I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's my go to. And I guess it's because like, if I really want to get off on something, then I'll probably just watch my own videos because I have some really hot videos. <laughs> but um, when it comes to like porn videos, if I just want to like watch something on Pornhub or whatever, there's this series, it's called From Now On, Your Girlfriend Will Pleasure Only BBC. And part one of the series is the best. Like the very first one is the best. It is so fucking hot. It's literally just like clips all put together, like as a compilation. But they do slip in like a few cuck scenes and here and there. I just really like the music and I really like the scenes that they have clipped. Like they're pretty fucking hot. And the, it's like, it's intense. It's very intense. They're long. Each one is really long, but very, very, very intense. And it's all like interracial. And I just love it. Like <laughs> It does something for me and my love for being a size queen and uh, BBC. Like it just does something for me. And uh, some people don't really get it. They're like, oh, I didn't really, I, I couldn't see that as being your favorite. And I'm like, no, that is my favorite. <laughs> so anyway, if you want to check it out, it's called From Now On, Your Girlfriend Will Pleasure Only BBC. And there's like, I don't know, 10 or more series, uh, parts in the series. It's crazy. It's just, it's like, it's been going on for years. Whoever makes that series, I want to meet you. <laughs> I just want to tell you, like, it is so great. <laughs> Maybe one day. And next, I'm going to talk a little bit about the favorite picks that I get. Um, so as far as it goes with like cuck picks, like what what are my favorite kind of cuck picks? I really like chastity pictures as long as it's as long as the cage isn't too big. I really hate looking at chastity picks where there's like all this extra space in the cage. <laughs> don't like it at all. <laughs> I like the metal cages that are nice and snug, but I also really like comparison pictures where like you'll see a cuck, he's got his dick like right next to a big black guy's dick and and just there's something about those photos. It's just so uh, impactful. Like it's just so incredible the size difference. <laughs> there's like no hiding it. I don't know. Something about that just turns me on. Maybe it's that little bit of like humiliation factor that goes with it that just turns me on that I get excited about. And as for pics I get from bulls, um, oh God, I like love the dick pics I get from bulls. <laughs> love them. I ask for them all the time. <laughs> but one of my favorite poses is where he's like standing there in his underwear and his big dick is like super hard underneath his underwear. And it's so big and so long that like it wraps around the side of his hip, <laughs> like all the way around to the back. Like <laughs> something about those photos. I'm just like, wow, <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> mm, yeah, so good. 
Now, when it comes to my favorite kind of cuck dates, I'm pretty boring like that. Like I think just like a romantic dinner is great. (laughs) And when it's like a first date with a cuck, I think it's really important to not have a lot of cuck stuff, cuckolding stuff in that first date. Like it's important to just focus on getting to know me and not so much about like just getting super horny about cuckolding stuff. Um, As far as meeting up with bulls, my favorite place to do that is at a hotel. And I love to have mood lighting. The last time my bull brought like these really nice scented candles um, and some massage oils and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, I just love that sort of stuff. Like really set the mood. When it comes to like my favorite things to wear for bulls, um, it depends on what he wants really. But I mean, they all want me to wear like really sexy heels. They love like the short skirts and the blouse that's like off of one shoulder or something like that. Um, For me, though, if like he's coming over to see me, I like to just wear like a satin robe and heels. I mean, for me, that's like super easy to take off, (laughs) but also like pretty. So um, yeah, that's always like my go-to when he's when he's coming over. But regardless, I am always going to make sure that I have my nails done, my pedicure done, my hair looks good, my makeup looks good, and it's important to wear waterproof mascara. <laughs> which I call slutproof <laughs> mascara <laughs> because if you don't <laughs> and you're gagging on his dick like it's li- literally just going to be like going down your face. <laughs> I have this one photo which is just incredible where like my mascara is completely running down my face. After that I was like, "All right, waterproof mascara only." <laughs> And when it comes to like my favorite part of cuckolding, lots of people ask me about this one. What's your favorite thing to do uh, when it comes to cuckolding? For me, there's a couple of things, but cleanup is absolutely number one. And for those of you that don't know what that is, cleanup is like when I've been with a bull and he comes inside me and then my boyfriend or husband comes and puts his face between my thighs, eats my pussy and just loves it. Like just look it all up. (laughs) And that is like, that is the um, physical experience of it. Like that's what you do uh, for the fantasy of it. But I will tell you that cleanup is so much more than that because it's very, very emotionally intimate in that moment because of the circumstances, like what you have just done with another man and how he is accepting of that by doing cleanup, like by eating your pussy after you have fucked this other guy. There's something so beautiful about that. It's super intimate. It's super emotional but it's incredibly connecting between the two of you. It is just like the most special moment within a cuckolding relationship, in my opinion. Like that is the epitome of cuckolding right there, is cleanup. It is so, so beautiful. So that is my favorite part of cuckolding. I also really, really love sloppy seconds or like, When I know like a lot of people think that, you know, a cuck should be like completely sexually denied and whatever. And I think that that's true for some couples, but I think the majority of couples, it's not. So um, 
and I don't see anything wrong with it, but um, it just depends on the relationship really. Um, but I had like, there's something so sexy about like my husband watching me fuck this other guy and he's so turned on. He's so excited about it. Like it's, it's almost like too much for him. And afterwards, like if he come over and like put his dick inside you and it's, my pussy's like so stretched out and so full of cum that it's like knowing that him feeling that knowing all of that is so much of a turn on for him that he literally can't last. <laughs> like he loses control. <laughs> it's like three pumps and he's like, ah, like I'm, I can't help it. Like I'm done. And I love that so much. I love seeing him lose control like that so much. There's something so sexy about that. That's just, I don't know how my brain works. And when it comes to like my favorite turn on within cuckolding, for sure, like what turns me on the most is when my cuck is turned on. Then I'm like, it's this kind of feedback loop where I'm just like, the more turned on he's getting by the things that I'm doing, the more turned on I'm getting. And not only that, but what also really turns me on a lot is when my bull is turned on. Like when he is in like that heat, I am, I'm just like, oh, like <laughs> I can't control myself. <laughs> and people ask me uh, what my favorite kind of tease or humiliation is within cuckolding. And for me, like I, I, I find that and when it's something that's unexpected, that is the most fun. Like there's a lot of ways you can tease and humiliate a guy and him love it. Um, but when it's really unexpected, when you kind of catch him off guard and you see him almost like mentally stumble for a minute <laughs> or like physically just kind of like, uh, for a second. Oh, that is so much fun. <laughs> That is like awesome. If you can achieve that as a cuckoldress, like that is so much fun to be able to witness. <laughs> and you know, that moment, like, and this is, this is such a cuck thing. Like this is why I love cucks so much. But when you are able to pull off this like really beautiful tease or humiliation in, a, in that split second moment, that look in his eyes where you you say something and that look in his eyes is almost like you know exactly what's going through his mind in that moment because he just kind of looks like it's almost like oh like oh <laughs> and he will make noises like that where he's just like oh <laughs> totally involuntary <laughs> and he's he just can't hide how that made him feel in that moment, this like unbelievable cuck angst that just radiated out of him in that moment. I live for that. Honestly, I live for that. It is so beautiful. It is such a turn on. <laughs> These are the, the really beautiful parts of cuckolding that I love so much. It's not just a sexual act. It's not just a fantasy. It's not just pornography. This is like so incredibly beautiful in these little moments that you have. Like I remember I was fucking my bull and I was on the phone with my cuck and my bull like pulled out and came on my tattoo, my queen of spades tattoo, which is right above my pussy. And 
I said to my cuck on the phone, I said, he just came on my tattoo. And the <laughs> the immediate response that I heard on the phone was literally, it was like that, uh, like, <laughs> he just, he couldn't, he couldn't contain himself in that moment. Like he lost control of himself in that moment. Just from what I had just said, it was oh, so amazing. And it was fucking amazing. Okay. Now for my favorite traits for a bull. I've I've talked a little bit about this before, but I'll just list it here. So I definitely love American black guys. Mm. And I like it when they are athletic, when they're young, like mm, 25 to 35 usually um, is nice. And obviously pretty open-minded. I mean, they have to be, to be down for my lifestyle because they're they're all gonna know what I do and all about me. I don't ever kind of like keep it a secret or anything like that. And they have to be really down to fuck. Like these guys, the dirtier, the nastier, the like you know that like hot, sweaty, nasty kind of sex. That's what I want. <laughs> I don't want any kind of like stereotypical choreographed shit. Like I want to just really mentally and physically let go. And when you do that, there, there's like, there's nothing that's going to weird me out. Like, it's going to be messy. It's going to be like incredible. So that's what I like. He's got to have like a really super dirty mind, of course. And I've, I'm obviously a size queen. So like nine inches and up, please. <laughs> Thick and long. <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> Um, when it comes to my favorite positions, um, I was talking about this the other day. I really love face down, ass up, but not just face down, ass up, but like ass way up to the ceiling, like tilt my hips to the sky, kind of face down, ass up. I find that la that position gets like the most depth and you can really like feel everything inside. So I love that one so much. And I mean, what guy doesn't love that one? I think every guy loves that one. <laughs> but also really like, um, not like riding a guy, but like actually squatting on top of a guy and just bouncing, like literally just put my hands on your chest. I'm up on my feet and I'm just gonna like bounce. I really enjoy that one too, because like I am controlling everything, depth, everything and pace and stuff. And I just, I love it. Um, it's definitely a workout, <laughs> but it's great. The other one though, I don't think women talk about this one a lot, but is where you are laying on your stomach, your legs are closed. So together, so they're not spread apart and he comes up on top of you and starts to fuck you like that, like laying on top of you. And this is the position that only guys with a long dick can do. Because if it's a guy with like a shorter dick, he's just not going to be able to reach properly. And it's just going to slip out like constantly. But guys with a long dick, oh my God, that position is incredible. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> um, okay, so when it comes to my favorite things to do for my bowls when it comes to the bedroom, I would say... Eating ass is something that they love. Like they really love it when I eat ass. And they also really love it when I share my friends. And I don't mind doing that. 
those are the two things that I can think of that they really, really love. I mean, they, they love the fact that I'm down for like that kind of sweaty, messy, nasty sex too. <laughs> um, my favorite sex toy is definitely a vibrator. I'm not really into dildos. I have like two really big ones that somebody bought for me a long time ago. I barely ever use them. I, I, to be quite honest, I don't think that women get much out of dildos. I think guys overestimate how much fun a woman can have with a dildo. I have never met a woman who was like, oh, I'm so horny. I'm going to go use my dildo. <laughs> like I just haven't. Women are like, oh, I'm so horny. I'm going to go use my vibrator. <laughs> That's more realistic. <laughs> like when you're, when you're trying to use a dildo, just like by yourself, it's, you, it's really, it's not effective. Maybe if you're playing with a dildo with somebody else, then maybe that would be okay. But I think it's just mainly just like a fantasy guys have. Guys think that we just obsess over dicks when really I think they ignore the fact that we actually really love to have our clits looked after. <laughs> Having said that, I would really love to have a Sibian. I don't know if you've heard about it, but it's like this fucking amazing thing. I used it at a sex club one time and I was just like, wow, that's incredible. And I was thinking it would be like amazing if they had like BBC sex dolls, especially during the pandemic for all these hot wives and cuckoldresses who can't get out there and get their fix. Like if somebody, cause these sex dolls that they make now are just like, whoa, crazy. I, like, I'm, they've come a long way. <laughs> but if they had like some BBC ones, which who knows, maybe they do. I have not looked into it. Wow, that could be fun. <laughs> and last but not least, I'm going to talk about my favorite lifestyle event. Now, having said that, <laughs> there's um, only been one local event that I've been to that I would say was my favorite, but there's two that I would love to go to and just haven't had the opportunity. One is called Splash Mocha, and that's a group on the East Coast of the U.S., and they uh, do like hotel takeovers uh, for interracial parties, and I have been wanting to go to one of these for years. Obviously, right now it's not happening with the pandemic, but um, I have friends who have been, and it's apparently like crazy amount of fun. I would have a lot of fun there, I think. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> Then uh, someone also recently told me, rec uh, just like the other day, that there's um, a hedonism resort that does an interracial theme. And I was like, what? <laughs> that would be so fun. <laughs> but those are the two things I'd really like to go to, Splash Mocha and Hedonism Interracial. I think one day, one day I will get there. Okay, that is the end of the Venus list. Like I said, so much fun to put that one together. <laughs> I know that there's more stuff that I missed that I didn't put in there that maybe I'll do another episode another time to sort of add on to that um, based on, you know, whatever feedback you have. If you want to send me a message, venus at venuscuckoldress.com. Uh, or you can reach out to me on Twitter at cuckoldressv 
Or you can find me on Instagram at the Venus Cuckoldress podcast. Make sure you go to venuscuckoldress.com to subscribe to the podcast and check out the blog as well. And check out that recommended resources page that I mentioned for those other new blogs that are pretty awesome. So thank you so much for joining me for this episode and we'll see you next time. believe it's been four years since I first started this podcast. And looking back, I had no idea that this would be my full-time job. I love the work that I do. And it's because of you, the listeners, and your support that I'm able to do this. So right now, if you join the Helpful Cuck tier, you get tons of benefits. My favorite ones are the private one-to-one chat every month. You also get access to my private Snapchat group weekly live hangouts with me on Crowdcast. I love those. And you get juicy bonus episodes. There's key holding. There's video replays of the Pillow Talk events. And there's also access to my private community on the Moan app. So join right now. You can use the promo code CUCKLOVE2024 for 15% off your Helpful Cuck membership at venuscuckoldress.com.